This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. Today's episode, will go over how you buy real estate in an LLC. We won't go about or into the pros and cons of an LLC or why you may want to or not want to do it. This is just about how to do it. Once you've decided to do it, how to buy that real estate and get it into an, into an LLC. The, the most common way we see, I'll talk about more of like a residential home purchase or short, short-term vacation rental property purchase, and then I'll compare that to a commercial building purchase. But first, let's say you buy a single family home and you want to you want to hold it as a long-term rental. Uh, what you'll do, the bank will likely require that you have this loan in your personal name. I'm assuming you don't have a holding company or investment company set up yet. It doesn't have the credit where it's getting loaned on its on its own income yet or its own investments yet. So you get this loan, you go through the loan process in your personal name. And the bank can know that it's going to be a rental property but they'll, they'll mark it as or show it as an investment property for you. They'll probably require about 25% down. And you'll go and close on this loan in your personal name. What you'll want to do before you go to that closing, though, is that you'll want to have an LLC already set up. And LLCs take some states or same day. Some states might take a couple of weeks, depending on if you pay for the, the expedite fee or not. Like Idaho might take a while or... Florida can take some time if you don't pay for that expedition fee. But just make sure the LLC is set up before. And my recommendation would also be to have a bank account in the name of that LLC before you close on that rental property as well. So now you've you've got the property picked out. It's under contract. You're working with the mortgage officer or the loan officer and it's going through underwriting. You're about to close on this property and you've got your LLC set up already. And you have a bank account set up already. So now the the day of closing comes. What you'll do, you go to closing, and of course you're still closing in your personal name. The whole process for the loan has been under your own name. They'll look at your, it's just like buying a a home mortgage. They'll look at your income and stuff. You'll go close on the name, in your name, and then the title company can usually help you even the same day. You'll talk with the title company and let them know what you want to do and say, I'd like to close in in my personal name, but ultimately I'd like it deeded under this LLC. Um, They can help you in getting it recorded with the county, maybe doing like a quick claim deed. We won't even, we won't go into all the title things either, but they will have title insurance on it. And the title insurance protects you for being the owner and protects that the, that the property will transfer to you without, without issues. Um, But when you transfer that property over into your own LLC, you will not in my opinion, you won't need title insurance because it's going into your own LLC that you have control of and you have control of it to the point where you could transfer it right back without any tax implications, without title implications, without any issue. So that's what I do when I close on properties and that's what I recommend. You go and close in your personal name if it's that single single family home and then have it deeded over into the LLC after closing. And then the way that you're actually moving the funds I would move funds from your personal account. This would be before closing. Move it from your personal account 
and put it into that LLC account. And then we actually close on the property when you've got to wire the funds or transfer the funds to the title company for the down payment. I would have the money come from that new LLC bank account to just have more of that paper trail that your intention is to buy it or have it ultimately owned by your LLC. Um, and then you'll have that paper trail with the money actually going into the LLC as an owner contribution and then going out towards the, the title company for the down payment. So that's, it's, it's a pretty basic process with that type of property um, and deeding it over. I don't, I don't expect with any of the properties I have or I've never heard of anyone that's ever had issues with it, but you may hear on some other podcasts and websites that some banks might have issues with you having a property under your own name for the loan but having it owned by another LLC and they might not allow it or they might be able to call the note. I've never heard of a bank actually going through with that and trying to cancel the mortgage or having you pay back the mortgage because of that. Uh, what my opinion of it is, and again, just my opinion, I don't understand all the the bank law regulations with it, but my, my opinion is that they are doing that to protect themselves from like you getting the property and then transferring it into an LLC that you have no control of, just kind of trying to get rid of your ownership completely. But when it's your own LLC and you control the LLC, again, my opinion, I don't think they'd have an issue with it. But if you are worried about it, I'd reach out to your banker. I've, I've heard bankers or uh, loan officers and processors recommend that actually and not have any issue with it. But if you're worried about it, bring it up with them as you're going through that loan process to just see if they'd have any issue with you deeding the property over into that LLC after you close. So that's the residential home process. The other process that's it's pretty similar, but it is different. It would be how you close on a commercial property. Commercial properties would be a property that has five or more units, like a fourplex could be on like a personal typical mortgage type of loan. But if you have five or more units, or if you have an office building, a retail, warehouse, industrial, those other types of buildings, multifamily, of course, and apartment buildings, those would be under a commercial type of loan with the bank. And you'll normally work with a completely different person at the bank. There's going to be a residential mortgage processor and originator, and there's going to be a commercial loan officer. Um, so when you're working with these other types of investments and buildings, make sure you're working with a commercial person because they'll they'll know the ins and outs and they'll have experience in that. Uh, this it is pretty similar that where they'll probably want some of your personal income. They'll they'll probably want to see your personal tax returns. They want to see you, that you have good credit and that you have a history of good income. But at the same time, this this loan will actually be underneath this LLC, they'll likely just have you as the guarantor on the loan. So on this, the commercial property, they're going to look at the income of the property. Uh, they want to make sure the property can pay for itself if you have renters in there, or if it's for your own business, uh, they might they might bring your business income into it to make sure the business could qualify. But if it's just say you bought a, a retail place and it's got historical income of a certain amount, they want to look at that historical income and make sure the future income can make the loan payments and they've got different ratios and stuff that they like to see but they want to make sure that your new LLC can pay for that and then they'll likely still have you as the guarantor on the loan 
But the good thing about these commercial loans that I like, and this is why I like investments that are in that realm, is they do not show up on your personal credit. Like your credit report will not show if you buy this retail building or an apartment building, it's not gonna be listed on there, $2 million of debt for this apartment building that you own. That's only going to be on. That's only going to be underneath the LLC, and that's not to say that they wouldn't try to come after you if you stopped paying on the loan. They could still could, but on your personal credit report, that will not show up. And it's if you start getting five, six, ten, twenty properties, having those off of your personal credit is really nice because any new loan, they're not even they're not looking at your your individual all your other individual business properties. They're gonna have all sorts of loans under other LLCs, but all your new loans are going to be under new LLCs. So that's one of the things I like. I do like those commercial properties for that reason. But the closing process for these, again, I would have an LLC set up uh, that will own this commercial rental property. And when you go into closing, again, transfer the money from your personal account or from your investment or holding company account. Transfer the money into your LLC account that's going to be buying the building. And then on the day of closing, you go and close and you sign, it'll be in your name, but as a representative of the LLC, and you'll transfer the money for closing and the down payment. Transfer that from your new LLC account to the title company directly from the LLC. And that title, or what title is gonna do, like you don't have to do any redeeding or quick claim deeds on that property. They're going to deed it from the get-go they're going to deed it in that new llc's name so it just saves you a step but that's that's the process of getting an llc or using an llc and buying the property with it and kind of how it works with the loans on the residential versus the commercial side but uh, yeah use that go out there and get some properties Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com.